Hey, I'm Ash. And I'm Sid, and you're listening to Reclaimed, a spiritual health podcast. A developmental podcast that focuses on spiritual health and physical wellness through the lens of our loving Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you're hungry to end confusion in the why me of your health struggles, you've come to the right place. We're here to talk about how to make unbelievable beauty from hopeless health issues, fully glorifying God through the process. Be sure to follow along by subscribing to our show on any podcast player so you can stay up to date on newly released episodes. We are so excited to travel down this road with all of you as we learn how to reclaim our spiritual health and find restoration of faith within our bodies. Welcome back to this episode of the Reclaimed Podcast. If this is your first episode tuning in, my name is Ash. No, I'm Sydney. Oh, no. I just spoke for you. My name is Sydney, not Ashley. And across the table from me is my beautiful friend, Ashley. And I am Ashley. Not Sydney. I'm not Sydney. How I'm very much Ashley. How fly out of my mouth? I don't know. Maybe alphabetical order. Maybe I want to be you or something. <gasps> what? What if I want to be you? You're going to switch places. Um... I'm assuming that everyone is back in school, is maybe back at your job, life is just rolling again. We're rolling with the punches you're, here. You're feeling like, okay, we're back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm yep. getting my schedule together. Or maybe you're not getting it together. Maybe it's week two and you're like, I still don't have a rhythm yeah. yet. I'm kind of in there, in that boat with you right yeah. now. Yeah, so we want to definitely acknowledge that and say that we are here for you we're mm-hmm. praying for you always and um just the things that i think have been revealed to us just in random mm-hmm. times of our week just god kind of yeah. speaks that through us in mm-hmm. this podcast to like you know not that we have it all figured out because we don't i'm not even close to having it all figured no, out. no <laughs> not not, not by a long shot bit, y'all but um yeah i just think that the classes that we're in right mm-hmm. now, the friends that we have, mm-hmm. like all these things have really kind of worked together yeah. to um, just give us a little bit of knowledge that we just feel passionate about to share. Yeah. So, so um, with that being said, we are going to be talking about the stress and chaos that we all find ourselves in. Um, but how do you prioritize the things that are going to bring you health in that? Um, and the one thing that Sydney and I both wanted to talk about is the importance of sleep. Um, I think sleep sometimes is one of the first things that we get rid of in our day-to-day lives. I can just stay up later and do that. I can just wake up earlier to get a workout in if I can't work out later in my day. And while there is a time and place for waking up super early and being overly ambitious, and there is a time and place for staying up late to cram in an assignment, um, there is statistical record and statistical statistical support for um, how detrimental a lack of sleep can be on your body. Um, and so we just kind of wanted to talk about that today um, and just kind of talk about how you can maybe incorporate ways to sleep better, how you can kind of improve your sleep cycles, um, and also share a little bit of our stories within how we have um, prioritized sleep. Especially yeah. with the PCOS lens, if you don't sleep enough, like that midday fatigue hits you hard. Hard. 2, 3 p.m. rolls around, which is when I'm always in class. I have class from 12 to 4 pretty yeah. much every day. And if I don't sleep well the night before, I am just, yeah, I'm crush, crashing in that class. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> it's funny because if I was like 18, 19, uh-huh. scrolling through podcasts and was like, oh, like, let's look at the Reclaimed podcast. And I, like, was scrolling through and saw an episode on sleep. I would be like, <laughs> how irrelevant can you be? Yeah, I, there's but no now, way I would click that. Yeah, but now I'm like, 
No, it seriously is so important. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like how we always prioritize like fitness and right. moving and like eating well, why do we just disregard totally. sleep? Totally. So, I mean, it's literally like almost half of our day mm-hmm. we're sleeping. And yeah. if you're not acknowledging that that's right. important, then it's going to show up yeah. in other ways. And if you're doing it right, a third of your day is spent asleep. Totally. Eight hours. Do you remember my um, my GPA last week about if you don't listen to, to the conviction, you'll listen to the consequence? Yep, if, he, if you don't listen to it when he speaks to your conscience. Yeah. yeah. Who's to say that God can't say, hey take a break. Hey, take a nap. Hey, just rest. Mm -hmm. And if you don't listen to that, you're going to have to listen to the, you know, fatigue of the next day or the brain fog or even a mood change. Like, you know, also getting sick. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but there is like scientific backing to the fact if you don't sleep enough, you are more susceptible to getting sick quicker. Yeah. And if you're sick quicker, you're going to be out of school longer. You're going to be out of work longer. Um, so yeah, there's, it's a snowball effect. It is. Um, but before we dive into that, we have to acknowledge um, today is September 11th, and normally we would do a national day, um, but I think we just obviously wanted to bring attention to the fact that today's a heavy day for our nation, um, for the people that that affected, and um, we don't take that lightly. Um, we commemorate and honor those that were lost today, um, and so we just kind of wanted to um, use our platform to yeah. remind you to acknowledge the people yeah. um, that lost their lives. Totally. This is a weird question, mm-hmm. but... What would you recommend yeah. is the best posture for mm-hmm. like reverence of a day yeah. historically that mm-hmm. was huge for America? Like, what does that look like in a practical mm-hmm. day? Because I think it is so easy to be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry that happened. And Definitely. then you just go on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, what does it really mean to like pay dues to like yeah. what what went down? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think truthfully, just taking a moment Um, I think all over the country, moments of silence are held. And I think those are great ways of just taking a moment to stop out of your day, you know, make time and just allow your mind to get rid of everything else and just think about um, the lives that were made. And also there was a huge national cry for patriotism and unity after this. And it was not that I'm saying it was a beautiful time and that was a dark and horrific day. But afterwards, people realized that, hey, like, we all endured this together. We went through this together. Let's rally together and come back stronger from this. Yeah. Um, and I think more than ever right now with the political climate our country's in, um, just reminding each other that we are all Americans and this is something that we all suffered together through, um, taking away and just loving your neighbor, just loving your neighbor because yeah. no day's promised. Um, and this was a huge wake up call for America. Um, to just, yeah, like I said, rally together and come together as one body, one nation, one national country, one nation, um, that is just all encompassing of every individual. Um, and I think there's a lot we can take away from that today with the division we see in our country. So, um, yeah, just honoring the lives that were lost and, um, thanking the first responders, thanking the servicemen in your, in your, um, counties and in your cities, just, they yeah. do a lot for our country and yeah. for our safety. And so, yeah, I think that's probably the best way totally. to do it. Totally. And mm-hmm. even even just taking a second and just praying for the lives yeah. that are still affected to that today. Like people lost their spouses. Mm-hmm. People lost their kids. Their parents, their you grandparents. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so just a final note would be love your neighbor. No day's promised. And um, I do remember hearing some stories of individuals who were on their way to work that day and they realized they left their 
briefcase at home and turned back around. Yeah. Um, and as silly as that sounds, there's even moments in my day where I like walk, get into my car and realize I left my textbook, right? And I'm like, oh, do I really need it? And I always just go back and do those things because like you really never know. Um, and so those are small, very small things, but um, yeah. 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 Sweet. Love it. Yeah. Let's so get this into is a some... harsh transition, but. Okay. <laughs> very rough transition. GPA. GPA. GPA is the greatest piece of advice mm-hmm. we heard this week. Um, pretty plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it could be, we're just going to share it. May yeah. or may not relate. So, Ash, what was. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Because mine was a little bit more. Yeah. Open-ended. You go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine comes from the Bible. I love that. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood to the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him to us. Who love him to us? Yeah, I guess so. So that stuck out to me mm-hmm. because I feel like there's many times where people question like, why is it just punch after punch yep. with life? And like, why yeah. do I feel like if you put it more to like a, like a spiritual Christian perspective, like Definitely. why is my faith being tested mm-hmm. constantly? Yeah. And you know, blessed is the one who perseveres. Yes. Blessed is the one God has those blessings in mm-hmm. store for you, but it's so hard to see in the moment. Like, yeah. I mean, there were times even like way back in high school where I was like, why is like life just keep going downhill and for downhill. Sure. And I'm mm-hmm. like, doing good things like I'm I'm being like a faithful Mm -hmm. servant and you know now right now I'm reaping the benefits of those moments Uh and like I think furthermore like his blessings sometimes can be in disguise in the moment Mm -hmm. but they really do come to fruition when we need them that's so good I got coffee with Camden today and we were talking a little bit about that like I used to pray like always asking for things from God. Right. And it's like, well, I'm being faithful to you. Like, why are you not answering my prayers? Or like, these are things that I need and I'm not being provided for them. But when you shift to a posture of like actual obedience and like faithfulness and gratitude and perseverance, even though some of these punches really hurt and you're no longer like praying to the Lord, asking for things, you're just praying to him because you love him and you're being obedient because you love him, not because you're going to reap the benefits. It's, you'll get the benefits later. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, that's just like a really important shift to make. And I think perseverance is a great word to describe how you've been feeling lately. Just like, okay, yeah. if it's not my, you know, bronchitis, if it's, you know, it's getting a biopsy, if it's not a biopsy, it's things with my PCOS. If it's not PCOS, it's my Accutane journey. Like I know you've just been going through it and yes. you have persevered and everyone around you can affirm how persistent you've been, um, yes. how persistent your faith has been. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I still remember when we talked about you getting the biopsy and you were like, okay, God, if you're going to give me breast cancer to reach up someone's life, like then do it. And I was like, who would say that? <laughs> Only someone that has true faith that God is going to give them a story yeah. that's worth telling um, and that he'll take them through. So yeah, yeah, I love that verse. Sid. Yeah. Perseverance. That's a, that's a good word for the week word. for sure. I think so. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, perseverance doesn't mean that you're always strong through mm-hmm. it. It's not about your, the strength. It's no. about the faith. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's great. I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. What was yours? Um, so mine, I cannot remember her name, but this, I was scrolling through my notes on my laptop and for some reason, all of my iCloud stuff is synced, but not my notes to my phone. Oh, weird. So notes on my laptop, I don't see on my phone and there's not very many of them on my laptop, but for some reason I found some notes that I took during a chapel from last fall. So it was like no a way. year ago. 
and I can't remember her name, but she was super cool. I don't know if you were in this chapel, but she like lived in San Francisco and she did like poetry. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh so my gosh. So I was just scrolling in my little sermon notes and I found this. We think too highly of ourselves and too little of our God. And when I heard that, I was immediately reminded that I, and this happens every time I am in school and I'm busy, I rely on myself for everything. I rely on myself for energy. I rely on myself for happiness. I rely on myself for, um, you know, validation. I rely on myself for self-esteem, for security. And I think that's giving myself too much power in my life, right? And I think when I feel like, okay, well, the Lord isn't going to give me energy to get through my day, right? Like that's something I need to have on my own. I think subconsciously I'm telling God that, I'm, I'm thinking more highly of myself and like wow. my capabilities than I am of what he can provide for me. Wow. Um, and so I think that kind of ties into what we're going to talk about in a little bit with sleep, but just like there are days where I genuinely, I don't have enough in me to get through. I just don't. Yeah. I, whether that's spiritually, I just am like down in the dumps or physically I'm exhausted. There are just days where I don't know how I get through it. I really don't. There's, and I know everyone can say that. Um, and truthfully there the only way to get through that is by genuinely telling the Lord, like, I don't have enough in me today to do this. And I just need you to sustain me. Um, and so I think that's just a physical interpretation and like a personal interpretation of what that means. Um, I think that could also speak to ego. I think oh, that yeah. could speak to, um, yeah. And overabundance of confidence and those types of things. But when I was thinking, when I read that, the first thing I thought of is I'm not strong enough without my God. And I need him. I need him always. So, yeah, I can't do anything alone. There's so many layers to that. Yeah, that's why it's such a small phrase and it can be taken a billion different ways. I think we need a whole episode just on that. Yeah. The connection of like pride in what your capabilities are versus like God being the extra mile Mm -hmm. that -hmm. you need. Because like if our bodies were designed to decay and die, then what's to say that we're going to like be superhumans all the way up until we die. Yeah. You know, it's so it's funny you say superhuman. Cause I was thinking about that the other day. Cause I like totally made a mistake in this like conversation with a friend and I was beating myself up for it. And I was like, I just wish I could be a superhuman. And then I was like, wait, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to be a superhuman. Like yeah. I want to be imperfect and flawed and I want to need Jesus. Wow. Um, but the word superhuman literally came out of my mouth and I was like, I covered my mouth. I was like, what did you just say? Oh. <laughs> I was like, do not ever say that again, Ashley. Wow. So yeah. You know what though? Like that moment was huge for mm-hmm. you because first of all, being able to acknowledge like my humanly desire is to be my own God yeah. and to run my own future mm-hmm. and to like take my hands and or yeah. take my life in my own hands mm-hmm. where you immediately said hold on yeah it's about him like you just said like i'd i want to be less than so he can be my more than mm-hmm. something along those yeah. lines and like that's huge like that's yeah. so huge and like for you to recognize that now is just awesome yeah so. thank you yeah. But yeah that's my gpa sweet i wish i could go back and watch that she was so amazing I loved listening to oh, her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. She was so cool. Well, let's jump into yeah. um, topics of today. Yeah. We definitely are taking this episode on the more, like, statistical route. Yeah. And jumping off of that. And, like, because, you know, I think people that watch this may be anticipating, like, okay, I really want to get something out of this because I don't want to listen about sleep for 45 minutes. Right. So... 
And I'm with you. I'm with you, girl, yeah. boy, whatever, whoever you are. Like, <laughs> because I think sleep is the one thing that, like, it requires so little energy of us yeah. that we don't, we don't think of it as something that's necessary. And we use it as, a, like, something to disregard when we feel FOMO totally. at night. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe even, like, working through, like, how do you prioritize yeah. that? Yes, when it comes to, like, work and homework and stuff, but in the social scene, too, Mm -hmm. because we're in our time of life where it's, like, we're so busy during the day that that's the only time to let loose. Totally. Is, you know. Especially on the weekends, too. Um, There's one thing that I just want to start with, and I think it's going to set our episode up very nicely. Sweet. Go for it. I want to make sure that all of our listeners know the difference between sleep and rest. Ooh. And the reason why I say that is because this is a personal issue that I struggled with. When I lived on campus, I worked on campus, I um, lived on campus, I obviously studied on campus, and I had no form of rest in my life. I would sleep in my room, but my body was not resting. Like, I would go to bed, REM, circadian rhythm, all that's going on, right? But I would wake up and feel, like, Like literally more exhausted than when I went to sleep. Um, And the reason why I want to just call that out is because I want to make sure that while we're going to be talking about like actual sleep at night in this episode, maybe in the future, we can talk about like what rest looks like and physical stop because there is still not enough. Even if you get eight hours of sleep, that's still not enough to sustain you through work, through school. You need to find pockets in your day to like genuinely stop. And maybe you're not, you know, sleeping, but just like 15 to 10 minutes where you can just fully rest your soul, rest your body. Um, so yeah, just wanted to make sure there's a harsh distinct, there's, those are very distinguishable terms. Um, yeah. Sweet. I love it. Um, I found something regarding people. Well, I think this point that I'm about to make Uh applies to people that maybe are not like super drawn to, um, what's the word? Exercise city. Come on exercise as something to relieve them or Mm -hmm. like they just you know like high intensity stuff is not for them but then they're like well if I just walk like is that not enough like little things like that because sometimes I've felt that like like last week I was in so much pain with like my side that I was like I guess I can just walk to class and like that'll be it for me from your house no 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 just like on (laughs) campus oh my gosh like we absolutely not <laughs> oh that is so something i would say though no, that's i would I... be like i'm walking today <laughs> <laughs> like sydney why is it taking you 45 minutes to walk to class you're like because i live three miles from campus leaving at 5 a.m <laughs> getting there by 8 a.m oh, um no but this goes out for the people that um talking about exercise uh predominantly for like this little section is walking can regularly help ease symptoms related to chronic mental health conditions Mm -hmm. like anxiety and depression yeah and that's a stat that's like um very scientifically based and something that i love about that is because like your body doesn't like your organs don't know what kind of exercise they're doing totally they know when they're being activated Mm -hmm. and they know that the release of like serotonin and different things endorphins that that's what's going to first of all like spike your energy throughout the day but it also is going to help you rest Mm -hmm. and sleep better 
which is why the stats of anxiety and depression go down when you even prioritize a 10 minute walk because it's not only a reset for your body, but it's a reset totally. for your mind. Totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're walking and I mean, this could go for a bunch of different people. Like if you're listening to music or you're listening to podcasts, there's been times where I don't listen to anything and I'm just like walking by myself. I love going to walk by the Harbor, but when you're walking, like you are just activating so many different parts of your body. And I think that's the thing is it's like, well, I don't sweat. I don't feel strong. Like, why is it, why am I doing this? But it's intuitive movement that's yeah. so light on your body. It's not bringing you any sort of like physical stress. Your cortisol yeah. levels aren't going up. Um, it's not spiking anything within you that's going to like affect you later on yeah. when you're trying to go to sleep. Um, and it's also just so good for your mental health yeah. to get out and get fresh air. Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, even just to step away from your computer and step away from your textbooks yeah. for 15, 10 minutes, like 10 to 15 minutes. Right. Um, it just, it really can set your mind in a much more like slow, still place. Totally. You put that into perspective, 10 minute walk. You just walk five minutes away from your house and five, five minutes, minutes back. back. Yeah, you have it. You gotta have that time. Yeah. And if you don't, I'm. You gotta work on that because we can't be. You mean to tell me you don't have ten day. minutes to put put on some tennis shoes and just literally walk five minutes yeah. from your house? Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. So I, as as an avid walker. Uh huh. I'm I, an avid walker. I we, love walking. Yes. Love walking yes. and. You can walk on any terrain. You can walk Gravel, pretty much in any sand. weather. <laughs> you yeah, don't need any umbrella. equipment. Right. That's it. Just you're just your beautiful legs. <laughs> and you can listen to anything yeah. while you do it. Yeah. Well, you can do that for most. Also, sports, pro tip: if you're struggling with of like time management issues, and you're like, I haven't seen my friends. I'm too busy doing homework. I haven't worked out. One of my favorite things to do is tell my friends to come on a walk with me. Yeah. Like, let's just for 15 or 30 minutes, just go walk together. Let's yeah. hang out. Let's chat. Let's catch up. Be productive while we're doing it. And then, bam, you just knocked yeah. out a little bit of social life and you knocked out some intuitive movement. You know what's another thing about walking is sometimes when I, like, middle of the day mm-hmm. and I'm stressed and then I'm, like, stress eating. Totally. Because oh I'm so gosh. hungry. If you just walk for a second and, like, take a step out of your kitchen, yeah. you come back and you're like, okay, like, I'm feeling good. 100%. And, like, that's huge for me because I'm always – I'm eating constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, my stomach is a just – It's a bottomless pit It's a bottomless me, pit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where exercise can definitely help. For sure. With that. For sure. Um, I think it's necessary for all ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, and on the topic of exercise, one thing that is also going to help you sleep better at night is – I know this is going to suck to hear, but if you work out very late at night, like your energy levels, yeah, you are awake. Your body is awake. It is stimulated. It is going to take you a lot longer to fall asleep. Genuinely, we should be, as we get into bed at night, we should be tired. Yeah. And if you're not tired, then you probably did something wrong throughout the day because you're still awake and you're forcing your body to shut itself down. Um, and so sometimes I believe working out late at night, yeah. I think scientifically has been proven to just, it's not that it's a problem, but in college, when you are waking up earlier for classes and those types of things, um, it can start to slowly decay yeah. on your body. And another thing about like, you just said like, get into bed tired. Yes. Well, so many people are like, well, I don't feel tired, so I'm going to be on my phone. 
But your phone is, is a stimuli. It's you. a stimuli, which is same same thing as like coffee. When you drink yes. coffee when you're tired in the morning, you're still tired, but you just have a stimulant yes. of that tiredness, and it just comes back. Mm -hmm. So like when you're laying in bed and you're scrolling on your phone for 30 minutes trying to get tired, and oh my gosh, I'm not getting tired. Yeah. No, you are tired. It's your phone. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. maybe talking about like that, like nightly routines are very important. They are. If you do not. Okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Breathe. If you do not have a nighttime routine that gives you consistency and like this is something that it's still week two and I haven't nailed it down yet, but it's obviously a goal of mine. If you do not have a nighttime routine that brings you consistency, you are not going to fall asleep the same every night. No. Like, again, there are outliers. There are moments when you procrastinated on an assignment and it's due at 12 a.m. And, you know, you're going to grind your little booty off getting it done or it's due the next morning. Whatever it may be, I get that. But most of the nights you need to have a routine that gives you um, time to wind down. It gives you time to, like, shower, do all that stuff. Um you should not be on your phone genuinely. And I know this is hard because I'm terrible at it too. I think the statistic is somewhere between like an hour or an hour and a half before you're like getting into bed. Granted, what's the likelihood of all of us doing that? Probably pretty slim, but yeah. if you can be pretty intentional at trying and at just attempt, um, 30 minutes, maybe try 15 minutes before you get into mm -hmm. bed, just slowly work your way up. Um, yeah. and I know what I like to do sometimes is you know, I'll set my alarms, whatever, get into bed, maybe 15 minutes after, and I just read to fall asleep. I don't read a book for school because I'm not going to probably pay attention as much. Um, but the just reading a book with no lights, like no light stimuli, it's just words on a page, that is going to calm your whole body down. It's going to calm your brain down. Um, it's going to help with like restless mind syndrome and all yeah. that. Um, but yeah, you need a routine that you can follow every night yeah. to make sure that you're gonna get optimal sleep. Yeah, it's not weird. No. Like it's not weird at all to no. have a routine it's of not, some sort. Yeah, and for the guys listening, it's not like I'm sitting here telling you to like make a perfectly curated like Instagram Do your skincare reel. routine. Yeah, and film <laughs> it with your eucalyptus in the shower. Like I, that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, make sure that you have enough time and you're not grinding your butt off in your you know chemistry online homework whatever it may be shutting your laptop and brushing your teeth and jumping into bed mm -hmm. your brain is stimulated your mind function ability is on fire yeah. and then you're trying to tell your body to shut up and go to bed yeah. and that's not it doesn't want to do that because you just made it study for three hours and then you're just jumping into into bed so yeah. just be very cognizant of what you do before you go to sleep and making sure that your mind has time to shut off before your body shuts off yeah that's great. Yeah. Totally. Well. Um, <laughs> I want to now talk about the effects of not getting enough sleep. I think yeah. that would be really important. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but you are more susceptible to getting sick yeah. when you don't sleep well. Um, not only just because your body's run down. Your and immunity. Your, and yeah, your immunity. But, and I'm not going to get scientific. These are not my words because I found them online. I'm not a science girl. <laughs> but I found out. Proteins called cytokines are produced less often when people are sleep deprived. Antibodies and cells that fight off infection are also produced in lower numbers. This means tired people are more likely to get sick than those that sleep well. So the reason why I say that is because I would like to say that my sleep schedule for the past year has been pretty good. Uh, maybe not year. Last fall was really rough. 
since last spring. Mm-hmm. It's been really good. And I think a lot of that has come through my diagnosis with PCOS. I've yeah. known that if I don't sleep well, um, I don't have a good day the next day. I just try to prioritize sleep. Granted, I like waking up early, which means I go to bed early. It's just the whole thing. But I have not gotten sick, truthfully. I had like a weird sort like throat thing a few weeks ago. I think I was just more tired than anything, but I didn't have like a yeah. cold or anything. I have not gotten sick. I honestly can't remember the last time. Really? Yeah. And I, again, I don't know if that's just like my immunity or what. That's but great. I, when I read that, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I would like to think I have a pretty good sleep schedule and a good nighttime routine. And I haven't gotten sick. Um, and the reason why I want to bring that up is because if you don't take the time to take care of yourself now and sleep now, you're going to get sick. You're going to get run down. And then you're going to end up having to take more time off school, more time off work because yeah. you haven't rested. You haven't slept well. Um, and now your body's paying for it, right? Yeah. What you don't do now, you will pay for later. Yeah. Um, and so that I just thought was a really interesting stat. Yeah, totally. The, you know, the balance of moving your body, not, not necessarily every day, but yeah. what works for you and getting at least eight hours of sleep isn't something that we're just trying to advocate like for health reasons, No. but like it's a form of worship to take care of your body. 100%. Well. And you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, honeys, I don't have enough time in my day for these things. Like I work all the time yeah. and then I, you know, have to do my homework at night and then I'm up till two in the morning and then I have to get up at six and get ready and go to school. Mm-hmm. You know, I do think that we all have obligations and I know 100%. that like, like we both have, like I have two jobs. You've yeah. got a job, like, you know, you, well, you could do nannying too and yeah. like our full load of classes and yeah. everything. Like there's going to be days where it doesn't work out, but Jesus has modeled for us mm-hmm. to be a man that was so needed by society and still rested and ate well and worked. And he did all the things that we did in a way more intense fashion. Yes. And And he had the same 24 hours in his day that we do in ours. And I think I said this in a podcast one time, but who am I to say that the things that I'm doing in my life right now are more important than the things Jesus did when he was here? Right. We had the same amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say like, drop everything fun Mm -mm. and just become a (laughs) robot worship your body before you have fun that's not what we're saying no because there's going to be nights where you know you go have some fun or you're up a little bit later or you sleep in super late and it's 12 at 12 p.m like it's fine yeah because that's life and we're not perfect jesus was perfect the goal is not to be at every social event the goal is not to work yourself to the bone Mm -hmm. the goal is balance and the only thing that comes with balance is time and trial and error yeah you know there's i'm still trying to find what that means for me i think i got it down to a point where i am like sane yeah through the weeks but you know it really is like okay this is my schedule like do the work for yourself you deserve it like lay out your schedule and be like okay i usually have this many assignments due Mm -hmm. on this day that means that this chunk of time i have to devote to this yes and that means that i want to go to bed at this time so Mm -hmm. i'm going to get up early and maybe go on a walk then right it's possible it's when we get like mumbo jumboed in like what's going on and we just like in the free time that we have we scroll on our phones yeah or we like you know whatever then i think that's the time that sometimes we 
fall back For sure. or we at the end of the day are just so fatigued that we're like well I haven't been social all day so let me get on my phone yeah little things like that so it is it's an art that no one really masters mm-hmm. but you deserve to find yeah. that balance yeah and to respect yourself enough to go I do deserve eight hours of sleep amongst all of these obligations that yeah. I have yeah. And, to, and to work out and to feel healthy and to be comfortable in the skin that God's given me. Because I think, too, like, you know, taking apart, like, insecurity from right. our bodies. Like, we're supposed to, like, physically feel good enough in our bodies to live out, like, what it, it means to, like, have yes. joy. And there's a huge difference between feeling physically confident and feeling physically well. Yeah. Like, I know the difference. Of, like, I may feel good. Like, my body feels fine. I'm not, like, you know, I don't have, like... So, in the past, like I struggle with like really upset stomachs and I struggle with like body mm-hmm. aches and those things. But like when physically I'm feeling well, yeah. it may not mean that I'm confident, yeah. right? But we deserve to nourish and take care of our body. So it has the energy and it has the sustainability yeah. to carry itself every yeah. day. Um, and it's not going to do that. And it may, maybe you don't see the effects of it right now. Maybe you're a sophomore in college and you're, you know, in a president of, or vice president of a fraternity and you're, you know, a, STEM major Mm -hmm. and you have a girlfriend, like maybe you're not realizing it right now. But again, as we said earlier, what you don't do now, you will pay for later. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So just don't dismiss the fact that sleep is important and crucial to the rest of your life um, and habits develop now. Yeah. Your sleeping habits, when you're in your 50s and you are snoring, you have sleep apnea. Those are all things that are going to come from these years. Yeah. integrate your priority integrate prioritizing your sleep and taking care of your body um in order to live the life that you want in the future yeah yeah totally yeah i mean yeah yeah and sid, <laughs> i don't have anything to yeah add to that. well and sid said it best too i think like we're not sitting here dimin- like it's not like i'm just like a you know i go to school and then come home like we have jobs, we have things that are balanced, and we understand that even our load is minimal to compared to what some students have to go through. Yeah. Um, some of you guys might be working three jobs, and you might get home at 2 a.m. after working out. Um, and I understand that that's, you know, what you have to do. Um, and it looks different for everyone. Not everyone needs the same sleep routine. Not everyone needs the same bedtime routine. But you need to really figure out how to integrate that into mm-hmm. your life because it's important yeah it's just i literally have no other word than important (laughs) totally and i mean we could even talk about like what it looks like for us in the past yeah when we've you know not Mm -hmm. listened to those things and how our bodies responded how our emotions responded Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what comes to mind for you um the first thing that comes to mind and if jordan's listening she can attest (laughs) to this but last fall was probably the worst semester i've ever had um i was really struggling also with um, my pride in my busyness, if that makes sense. Like being busy, I think I've said this before on the pod, maybe it was a GPA, but like I wore busyness as my badge of honor. You said that one time, yeah. I did. That's great. And all my friends were like, wow, like you're balancing like X, Y, Z. You're doing all these things. Like that's so cool. And I, it got to my head because I was like, wow, I'm so accomplished. Like I'm a boss woman. I'm doing all this stuff. And I started to do it because it was like, people could affirm that I was a go-getter and I was an achiever, which I already knew that in my heart because that's how God made me. But I don't know why I was seeking the validation from the people around me. And I started to 
you know, I would be working until 11 at night at public safety. And then I had 7.30 a.m. classes, but I had a gym membership at the time. They had 5 a.m. cycle classes. And I remember like I would wake up and go and I was exhausted. And I would come home in the middle of the day and be like so tired. And Jordan would be like, well, why'd you wake up this morning and go to cycle? And I would be like, well, because I had to. And she's like, who, who said that? Like, who said you had to go? Right, like, you made that goal. And, like, I remember, like, even saying that. And, like, this is obviously full vulnerability. And anyone sure. that knows me might be like, wait, really, Ashley? Like, really? But I would, like, I thought it was cool to tell people, yeah, I got up at 5 a.m. this morning and went to cycle. Mm. And I started to realize that the only reason I was doing that was to say I did. Oh, wow. And yeah. I, there were certain days where I didn't want to go, right? And there, granted, there were some days where I genuinely didn't go because I was like, okay, this is not, you know, not working. I'm exhausted. Um, but it started to have, like, physical manifestations in my friendships, too. Um, like, I would be tired and Jordan would want to come home and talk at the end of the day, and I felt like I wouldn't be there for her. Mm. Um, and I, I have days like that still now because, like I said, I'm a human and I don't have anything down to a T. Um, but because I wanted this outward appearance of being so accomplished I felt like I was sacrificing my sleep to get in all the things that I wanted to do every day Mm -hmm. um and again that was a learning season for me I think I learned a lot about how to um get rid of pride and ego in my schedule and do things and fill my time up with things that I want to do not because I want to say I did them um Wow, I guess I didn't realize how vulnerable this is. Yeah, oh, I've struggled with good. pride in the past. You're good. No, um, that's real. Yeah. People need to hear those yeah. things sometimes. Yeah, like. um, and so I guess this just goes out to any of you guys or girls listening. Um, being, I'm not calling myself that I am an Enneagram, but I'm a two, wing three, which is like mm-hmm. the, per- the helper and then the achiever. Um, I would see my te- three tendencies like coming over my two tendencies, which is like, Ultimately, I want to be a helper in life. I want to help people. I want to give people encouragement get, and uplift people. And because I was putting my, like, my achievements before, I felt like I was sacrificing my friendships. I was yeah. sacrificing my relationship with myself. That's a huge detriment of sleep, lack of sleep, is the relationship you have with yourself. Yeah. I was out of touch with my feelings. I was out of touch with um, my academics. Like, it was just not a good season for me. This is also when all of my PCOS symptoms were going on. Oh, so yeah. I was just like... Um, I was just a mess, honestly. Um, and I ended up getting through it. And like I said, since I've been diagnosed with PCOS, I've um, kind of perfected my sleep routine and I've kind of perfected my sleep schedule. But yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting balance to find. And it does have a lot of detriments on your physical and emotional health yeah. and your relational health too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What, what about you, Sid? Any oh, stories? Um, well, I think for me, like... I, it, it, it affects me in my mood. Okay. Probably the best mm-hmm. when I don't exercise and I don't sleep yeah. and I'm like, I always eat, relatively eat pretty well. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's a thing, but I mean, even like gluten, when I like had a lot of that in my diet, like I was always bloated. So I was always insecure about my body. Like, because I was always just, like, tweaked out about, like, I didn't want anyone to see me. Yeah. I didn't feel good. Yeah. And then when you're in that state of mind. Totally. You're, you're a little bit more irritable. Mm-hmm. You're a little bit more, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that was huge for mm-hmm. me. Not to mention that, like, when you don't sleep, like, your metabolism is sacrificed. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Oh my gosh, that's a whole episode in itself. Totally. And I don't say that for anyone to feel like I'm motivated to sleep so my metabolism goes up. No. I don't really want to advocate for like this like skinny goal, but kind of like what we talked about with Belle the other day yes. is that like living a healthy lifestyle is not for the goal to change no. your size. Mm-mm. It's to change how you feel and how you worship. Yeah. 100%. So, and worshiping your body is a form of worshiping because yeah. it's you're worshiping God's creation. Right. So I think for me, like, it was definitely, like, it came out in my mood mm-hmm. and it came out in my skin. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just, like, I don't know. It seems like when I'm off track of, like, a, a balanced lifestyle yeah. and a routine, like, it comes out in my skin because mm-hmm. I, like, don't know how to voice that I'm, yeah. like, not prioritizing those things in my Mm-mm. life so it comes out in my skin mm-hmm. so I think you know if you have friends that are like not advocating for you taking a break when you need to or like if they're going out and you're just feeling like I'm really tired but I want to rally there's always going to be another night yeah they hopefully they love you enough to go if that's what's best for you then totally do that totally um, and little things like that but I think, yeah, for me, it was definitely in my skin, which yeah. was surprising because you don't really hear that a whole lot. You just mm-hmm. hear like, oh, you're tired all day. No, like I had cystic acne when I didn't yeah. sleep well and I was eating bad and I wasn't working out. Totally, So totally. Yeah, and that happened to me too, so I feel your pain on that. Yeah. Um, and that's also that's a physical manifestation of, yeah. <laughs> of lack of sleep. And if that's one more reason to give you incentive um, to sleep well and sleep more uh, and you don't want acne, Go to bed earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, totally. Well, we hope that this episode was not a bore for you. I don't think it was. I, don't I was think so. thoroughly interested in yeah. what we were talking about. Yeah. And it's also interesting to kind of shift from just me and Sydney's knowledge and um, personal experience and kind of look at, like, okay, what's some physical, like, statistics yeah. of this? Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. I just kind of want this to be our last, like, final totally. capstone, if you will, of the episode. Um, but I just thought it was super interesting that 70 to 96% of college students are getting less than eight hours of sleep each week, each night a week. Wow. Um, we need that to sustain our full lifespan. Yes. So if you're not doing that now... Start doing it because you you just don't know the effects that it's going to have in your future. So yeah. try your best. May not be every night, but try your hardest to get yeah. eight hours of sleep. Absolutely. And, you know, there's going to be days where you're just not feeling yeah. like moving at yes. all. And, like, you need to listen to that. But if, if you feel like you can get a five, ten minute walk in. Like, totally. Like, I, from someone that does that, you will reap the benefits of 100%. that in very small ways. Even if it comes to, like, you're always hungry, that helps. Or, you know, you're not as bloated all the time. Totally. You just feel a little bit more energized. Like, mm-hmm. we just uh, we're, we just want you to feel good. And yeah. I think people really struggle in silence when it comes to feeling good. Totally. And, you know, we just are the goal for this podcast is definitely to um, come around a group of people yeah. that are striving to be more living a Christ-centered life. 100%. And that, I mean, yes, it, it involves, like, the big deals of, like, mm-hmm. sin and salvation mm-hmm. and all these things, but it starts in your body. It does. It starts in the physical you. Yeah. So 
yeah, just advocate for yourself yeah. and, and just sometimes sit down and just give your give yourself a hug and be like, you know, I haven't been treating myself very well. Yeah. I wouldn't treat one of my friends like this. Like, Mm-mm. if she was tired, I wouldn't be screaming at her to, like, keep going. Yep. And, like, go run right now. Yeah. Or, like, you know, so, I, yeah, we just... Yeah. And, I mean, predominantly women, I think, can mm-hmm. sometimes um, acknowledge it better. But, like, dudes, too. Like, yeah. you, you know, you deserve that. You don't always have to be the strongest guy in the room. Nope. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, Sid. Well. All right. I'm going to pray us out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, dear Father, thank you so much, Lord, for Sydney and her wisdom. And thank you for this podcast and the people that choose to take time out of their day to listen to what we have to say. Um, Lord, we would not be here without the provision that you've had in our lives and um, the friendship that you've given me through Sydney. So just, I just want to thank you for that. Um, Lord, I just pray for anyone listening to this, God, who's struggling with sleep, who's struggling with energy um, and comes to you every day. And is like, how am I going to get through this? I just, I don't have enough in me to do this anymore. Um, Lord, just would you just remind them um, what it looks like to take care of the body that you've given them? Yeah. We thank you for our bodies. Um, we get frustrated with them sometimes. They don't seem like they work. Um, but we know that you're always working through us and you're always healing us. Um, so I just pray that you give us the acknowledgement of what it looks like to take care of our bodies and what it looks like to give back um, to the vessel that you allow us to work through and allow us to move through. Um, I just pray as the semester continues to go on, Lord, that we continue to seek you first and foremost um, in all the goodness that you have coming our way, God. And um, I just pray for peace. I pray for um, stillness. And I just pray for our listeners and that the condition of their heart will remain constant with your will, um, constant with your peace and with your joy. Uh, God, we love you. We thank you. We give everything back to you. And we say this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Remember to take some time out of your day to just show Mm -hmm. some reverence for um, Mm 9-11 and the lives that were lost and the lives that were saved. Yes. Um, And whatever that means for you. Yeah. And all glory to God through these words. Yes. And yeehaw. Yeehaw. Ye to the ha. We love y'all. Keeping it up with the Western theme. And we will see you guys next week on the Reclaimed Podcast.